listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley. Alright, this is gonna be so good. And Fred Slow. I am the cream The cream of the crop. 95.9 FM, 610 the sports animal. And talkabq.com. Turn it up! Turn it up! It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Your boys are here. I am Fred Slow. I have a best friend. His name is Van Nunley. He's sitting right next to me. Van, how are you? Peachy, brother. How you be? Never complained. Not one time about anything ever in the history of my entire existence or life. Okay. All right. You were complaining 90 seconds ago. Some truth to that statement. <laughs> Producer Steph is behind the glass, but she's here in our hearts. Good afternoon, Stephanie. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm doing good. Thank you. Oh, it's like a. It's a, if you had to describe that voice, I say dandelion. It's like a beautiful little flower. I believe her. Yes. Yeah. I believe that. Not in question. You not so much. If you were to say it, I'd be like, <laughs> well. I know better. What do we know? But Steph, though, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, for sure. Your boys are live with you on the airwaves, 95.9 FM. We're live with you on the other airwaves, AM 610, known as the Sports Animal. Connect with us on the NMDOT text line all day today. And when I say all day, I mean up until like 6 o'clock. Yeah. Isotopes are playing tonight. We're out of here at 6.15. Luckily, we have the super talented... Voice of an angel. Yes. Josh Shushan, voice of the isotopes, mm-hmm. on with us at six. Also, he narrates my unspoken thoughts, which is a thing. He's my he's my inner voice. Oh, really? Yeah. For a lot of years, it was Daniel Stern. But now, today's varsity is disembodied voices. Okay, Excellent. Van? Yep, I got it so, down for you. Yeah, let's get it early. Today's varsity is the varsity of disembodied voices, and we will do that at like roughly 545 before Josh joins us. Because we're in the business, it's called hard outing. We're hard outing at 6.15. Yes. Cool. It's a good handoff, though. It's a tradition that's happened for a long time with the isotopes. We're not going to drop this baton. Round Rock tonight? Is that who they got? Round Rock? Stephanie's shaking her head yes. (laughs) Thanks, Steph. So you're with us either on the airwaves or you're on the app, which we appreciate. I really like the app. It works on both Android and iPhone, and if there's a different one, like Windows Phone, and it works on there, text me, let me know. Windows Phone's still a thing? I don't know. Blackberries are still a thing somehow. No. Yeah, they are. Like like from Jay-Z lyrics? Yes. Not the country, but the Blackberries still connect. I'm not into Jay-Z's newer stuff. This is from 98. (laughs) I'm I'm really into his uh, reasonable doubt. Is a masterpiece to the me. Bl- the Black first. Album. You're a big Black Album yeah. guy? I'm a big Reasonable Doubt guy. It's it's good beginning to end. I hate that we already picked the varsity of disembodied voices, because I could pick the varsity of Jay-Z bangers. Songs or albums? Mm, I was going to say gals. Save it for later. Yep. Also call the program, the Quans Auto Care Hotline, 505-246-0610. Phone lines are open until 6, but then after that, Stephanie won't even say hello. If you call after that, we'll pick it up and we'll put it back down. 
If you call after six, Stephanie will extend your car's warranty. For the listener, we do a lot of pantomiming during the show when we're talking to each other. It's just part of our nonverbal communication that doesn't translate to the radio. Sure. I almost pantomimed the phone motion where you stick your pinky finger out as far as you can to the south, your thumb out as far as you can to the north to do the pantomime talk into it move. But here's the thing. Kids these days, do they even know what that is? Have you seen videos of asking children to pick up the phone? No. Because they just do that. That's right? what they just like they're with a cupped palm yeah. and just like put their cupped palm when up I was, to their hand. Do you do it like a cupped palm like like trying to scoop water out of a out of a bucket or a stern or a or a puddle? I think I would have like a pinky out. I mean a thumb out. Because I kinda like wrap my thumb along the edge of the yeah. phone. You have very small hands for a person your size. You have I would say you have Trumpian hands. That's that's why I'm not in the NFL, brother. Yes. That's the sole reason. Yep. It's the only reason. That's not true. Also knees. And I, and talent. I have uh, a... And hard work. Uh, and experience. Okay, yeah. A- uh, athletic, God-given ability. Oh, I got that. That's the only thing I got. That's what you got. That's, that's the only one. That's the only one I got. I one time did to a young adult who's in my life that has a prominent role and is very important to me. Uh, we were standing in a parking lot, and I was looking through his car window at him, and he was trying to like mouth words like like go real exact mm-hmm. think all right think like the sandlot when when squints or whoever is like forever uh-huh. fudge on a christmas story yes yeah. exact same thing mm-hmm. but anyway so i did the move where you where you make a fist and you turn it palms up so if you're driving or at home or wherever you're at currently and then you move it in a counterclockwise position to roll down a window. No one knows how to do that. And kids these days have never had to roll down a window. Yeah. They press the button. Sure. They couldn't get, he was like, he, he puts his hands up in the air like Pee Wee Herman looking for a stolen bike. Yeah. He's like, Where, what, what are you trying to communicate with me? I said, well, that, that means roll down the window. <laughs> are you, what are you, cranking a lever? That's, yeah. You want to fix my tire? Why are you doing this? Why, why are you here, Rube Goldberg? <laughs> Twice this week. Twice this week. I am disconnected from hashtag kids these days. But here's the thing. I am, what, three, four years older than you? And you play way older than me. Yes. You became Gran Torino, rocking chair on the porch. I'm old man slow. You're old man slow. Yeah. You're a Gran Torino, rocking rocking chair on the porch when? When you're like 27? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you started early. I'm a fan of wicker furniture. <laughs> I just want the kids these days to know exactly what I know, inside and out. Is that too much to ask? If it's not, fine. Texture's going crazy. Live stream's going well. A lot of sports talk today before we get to the Isotopes game tonight, so that's a fun thing. That's the thing we're excited about. I want to make sure we always give the NFL the attention it deserves. But it seems like it's so very difficult at this time to find anything of an interest that even is close to the NFL. Because you are not. You are an outspoken non-preseason guy. I'm a, I, I low-key hate the preseason. I, I, haven't, think, I haven't liked the preseason in like a decade. It's, it's near pointless. Gosh, I think it's been longer for me. They're just practicing 
on camera. On camera. With people there who spend exorbitant amounts of money to practice on camera. And again, I recognize the value in like making sure the TV crew knows how to work and making sure that the sideline phones work and making sure that the point of sale system at Allegiant Stadium doesn't go down on day one. And the toilet. All that stuff has value. Back up the toilet. But it is asinine to me that NFL.com or NFL TV or whoever is like, hey, you could you pay extra and we'll give you all the preseason games. And if you're a guy who sits at home in his multi-monitored, like, what do you want to call it, battle station of NFL viewing, I get that. I super get that. I ain't mad at that. No, you love that. Regular season? I usually, I usually just double. I usually double fist it. What does that mean? One on the game I actually want to watch, one screen red zone. Any more than that, I better be in a sports bar. I'm a red zone guy. Only Red zone only. Red zone only. You don't want the ins and outs. No. You don't care what happens in between the 20 mm-hmm. and the 20. You just want the glamour. So I do red zone live, and I do whatever game Joe Buck is broadcasting afterwards so I can make sure that I can hear, absorb, take in Joe Buck. Because he is, we've all talked about at length and nauseam, not just on this program, but every reputable radio show in the entire world that Joe Buck is undeniably the greatest announcer, not just of all time, but that will ever be. The opinions of Fred Slow do not reflect on this station or any logical or reasonable person either. The answer is Vin Scully, and it's not close. Who? I'm going to punch you straight in the face. (laughs) So we're going to go very football heavy today, as I so tried not to. I am excited to talk about... The Stephen A. Smith story continuing it from yesterday as he has made the announcement of who his hashtag dream partner is. We'll give you that at some point. Uh, also, NIL rules, they're they are starting to pay out. Like, there's stories now. Yes. Yes. It ain't just crab legs no more. My favorite rock and roll band of all time. Hey, you know what? Never mind. Ah. Nirvana is being sued. We're going to get that and when the, in that one topic I try to sneak in that's not sports. Anything baseball we need to go over today, man? Only always. Yeah. There's a world of baseball going on. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a good one. Shushan at 6. Correct. Off at 6.15. Isotopes all night. They got Round Rock. That's going to be good. It's here in town. So if you're going down to the ballpark, thank you for tuning in to us. We'll grab an early break and then we'll come back. Your preview friend of the show, friend of real life. Sebastian Noel. Calling in at 5. Connected with us at 5 o'clock. So we're going to talk Gladiators football. They they left today to go to Iowa, and obviously we're going to talk high school football with Sebastian as he knows more than anyone. He's I, the expert. He's the expert. I watched a little Cueva Cibola uh, game at the gym this morning when we were working out the Y. Sure. By the way, if you're not a member of the Y, you're messing up. Messing up, man. I don't know what your workout routine is. I don't know your gym. I don't know. Maybe you've, maybe you've cycled out a little bit. But it's affordable. It's, it's by the way, not endorsed here. It's affordable. It's accessible. The hours are great. It's done very safe. Everyone wears a mask in there. That's the rule right now. I love it. Dollar a day. Dollar a day is what it costs. I would pay a dollar a day just to talk to the front desk people. They're so kind. The 12 people that work there are individually my favorite people on earth. Especially, you know, one... Kind of takes the cake. Big shout out to Esteen. I would pay a dollar a day just to show up 
have a nice conversation, have a cup of coffee, and go. The last time Not I... Not even use the facility. Right. Which are phenomenal. And I know a lot of listeners right now is used to paying for friends. They were in sororities and fraternities. Sure. This is not that weird of a concept. It's way cheaper than a fraternity. When we get back, a couple guys who can afford friends, they go to Ohio State. More on that. This is ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. A thing that you and I do so very successfully, Van, and this is mostly for Stephanie and the friends of the show, is we use our name, our image, and our likeness to gain monetarily. At the worst case scenario of free beer. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. And why? I don't understand your precursor. I have a very low bar. Free beer to me is as good as any dollar I've ever spent. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. If you... OPB is easily my favorite. Ah, we talking about OPB? Yeah. You down with OPB? If you see me, you know I'm down with OPB. Yes. Other people's beer, by yes. the way. If you see us out, we'll be at the tailgate next Thursday for UNM. If you see us out and you say, hey, would you boys like a beer? You don't even have to ask. You just hand it to me. Yeah, the answer is already yes. By the way, I'm very excited to meet you. There's going to be a situation where you're going to see me with a beer in my hand, and you're, and you're like, man, I, sh- I really wanted to offer him a beer. I got two hands. Yes. I got two hands. I got four pockets. Correct. You can give me another one. I'm going to drink it. Now, you're not a cargo short guy. I am not. But in a circumstance. When you say I'm not a cargo short guy, you mean you're an adult. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The NCAA has this name, image, likeness rule, the NIL rule, mm-hmm. moving forward for the rest mm-hmm. of this conversation. Pretty incredible deals, man, for athletes thus far. Yeah. Let me give you a spotlight. Hit me. Today's Thursday. So the afternoon of today, five Ohio State football players, I'm going to name them, doesn't mean you'll know them, Haskell Garrett, Mayan Williams, Zach Harrison, Chris Olave, and C.J. Stroud. You should, you should know the last one. Mm-hmm. All receive free cars as part of a partnership with Coglin Chevrolet in Pack Alaska, Ohio. Don't know where that is. Could be a suburb of Columbia. No clue. It's got to be, right? No. I'm not saying it's got to be. I'm saying it could be anywhere in the state because you know how people are about Ohio State. Only thing I know about Ohio is their football team is very good. Uh-huh. And their public transit system is actually roller coasters. You just take one roller coaster to the next amusement park and then take another roller coaster to the next amusement park, you're and ta- eventually you'll be close to your house. You're talking about Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. That's your knowledge my, my of only, Ohio. My only tidbit about Ohio is per square mile, they have the most roller coasters in the world. That's, I don't believe that to it's be It's true. It's very true. I believe that most of the roller coasters in Cedar Point, Sandusky, Ohio, are actually over Lake Erie. I don't even think they're physically, like, I think they're built into the lake. That's still square mileage. Does it it's ca- still in Ohio. I'm not saying that Ohio does or doesn't own part of Lake Erie. I don't know the, ge- the geography of that enough. But I know there's a chain of islands from Sandusky that you can just hop across to get to Canada, and that's kind of a weird thing. Total number, California, per capita, Ohio. That's the dumbest thing that you've ever known and given me, and I appreciate it so greatly. That's how good I am at, at tri- Geeks Who Drinks <laughs> trivia. 
I am champ of worthless knowledge, i.e. Ohio roller coasters. Give us your trivial knowledge. Do that on the NMDOT text line, 505-246-0610, or call the program. If you know something trivial, I'd be into that. Challenge me. So the five players included in this partnership, three of them are captains of the team. So these are the guys that are going to be on TV the most. Mm-hmm. Cool? And also now, I'm really striving to be a captain. Like, before I don't care about that, if I'm underclassmen at Ohio State, like, that goes to your head right, too. If you're, like, 19, 20 years old and you're the captain, they gave me a car. Give you a car. Hey, also, good for you. <laughs> good for all these guys. Good for the, the Alabama quarterback. I forgot his name. What's that? What's the little Sporty Spice's name? Mac Jones. Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. Mac Jones. Well, okay. You've really combined a couple different things there. Bryce Young. Yes. Bryce Young, the quarterback of Alabama. Nick Saban came out and said, this stuff is great. He's already made almost a million dollars. It got announced that name, image, and likeness can be profitable for the student athlete. And within three months, he had a almost a million dollars worth of endorsement deals. Good work if you can get it. Hey, by the way, when I get to the NFL now and the Detroit Lions try to draft me first overall, which no quarterback in the history of the NFL ever wants to go there, exactly speaking, Matthew Stafford is the most winningest quarterback in the history of the Detroit Lions, and he never won more than like six games in a year. I know that's not exact, but that's like the average. The and, average, yes. And the, and the point I'm trying to get to is – It's like 6.8 wins per year. Is that what it is? Yeah, 74 wins in 12 years. I already have a million bucks. No, I'm going Eli Manning on you here. I'm not going to Detroit. I'm very excited to go play in New England. Or wherever, anywhere. Don't Not Detroit. Yeah. I can't wait for them to be really good in like a decade. Just 30 short nautical miles from Sandusky, Ohio. We talked about on the weekend program this Rhett Bomar story. I've told you about this before. Rhett, Bo- Rhett Bomar went to Oklahoma. And at Oklahoma, he worked for a car dealership where he was a shuttle driver. And they gave him like a bunch of money. Whoa, like an astronaut? I think that's a pilot. But don't, don't again challenge me on that. So he was like a shuttle service driver. Uh, Oh, okay. And they paid him like far more than a fair amount of money for that. And they gave him a car. And here's the thing. He never one time drew the shuttle. Not once. No. 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 So the NCAA catches wind of this, and they say, oh, I think that's payola. Exactly. Yeah, you are cheating. Exactly what it is. So you can no longer play. You you can't be the number one quarterback in the country. You have to get out of NCAA Division One football, and you have to go play in the college joke series at Sam Houston State off the top of my head. I think that's correct. If he is doing that today, he's set forever. Correct. Yeah, but he was my age. He's 35 now. No, and he don't even have to drive the shuttle anymore. No. They just put his picture on the side of it. Right, of the shuttle. Of the shuttle. Yeah. Yeah. Here's 50 grand. Thank you. A University of Miami used to be super famous at doing this. Do you? Like, boosters will have a car dealership or whatever. You got a blue chip athlete. Like, oh, what's what's your weekend job? He's like, well, I wash cars at the dealership. How much do you get paid? $600 an hour. Yeah. 
By the way, meet my friend Nevin Shapiro. He's the coolest. Uncle Luke? You talking about Uncle <laughs> yes. Luke Campbell? Two live crew? That is, I mean, scandal after scandal of pay-for-play in college football is just wiped away. If I'm Rhett Bomar, I'm suing everyone. Like, two of my favorite sports movies all time have to do with pay-for-play. For love of the game. <laughs> no. Oh. That's... It's your answer for everything. The program and blue chips. The program and blue chips. Yeah. Correct. Both fire. And blue chips has a very special place in my heart. I still like that movie. It holds up, by the way. Blue chips? It holds up. If there were cell phones, I would say it holds up. The lack of cell phones makes it seem distant and weird to me, and I don't like it. Maybe they're just responsible with their screen time, Fred. No. (laughs) You think Shaq's just tweeting all day? Yes, I'm familiar with Shaq. The point I'm trying to get to here. Okay, get to it. You don't have to go pro. Ever. No, don't matter anymore. No. Hey, Ohio State, actually, yes, redshirt me. Oh, hey, Duke University, who gets freshman basketball players and they only play for one year and you haven't won a ship in a while because, well, at the time, Mike Krzyzewski doesn't know how to really coach those guys for just one year, and he used to win ships with guys who play for four years, a la, like, Grant Hill. These guys stay for five years now. Everyone stays now. You get a million dollars a year, you stay. Lottery picks, gone. Yes. All the end of the first round guys, the second round guys, they stay around now. They're getting paid. I'm Mel Kuyper, and will he or won't he come out in his junior year of football to play, to possibly get drafted in the third round? He will not, he won't. Mel. Not anymore. Not anymore. Nate Davis said on the program yesterday, like, you're not the best guy. It's not always the best guys in college. But someone in your college town I'm going to give you an example. Columbus, Ohio is going to pay you like you're the best in Patakataskakal, Ohio. Here's my segue. How long is it until there's a Title IX type exemption for these student athletes making money to where, sure, Bryce Young can make a million dollars in three months, but 12% or whatever has to go to to women's sports and you know the swimming Olympic sports and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Stuff, yeah, st- the sports that make zero money for the university. And no offense to like Lobo fan, but like cross country does not matter. Right, right. Kudos to the athletes on all the hard. Oh work my gosh, put yes. into. yeah. But only people showing up to the, the matches are your family. Well, and hey, I'll take it further. Basketball does not matter. Okay. Baseball does not matter. It only football matters. Soccer does not matter. It basketball pushes the meter in yeah. Albuquerque. For in the low when the Lobos are doing well, the pit sells out mm-hmm. and the program makes money. From March thirteenth till April fourth. That's when it matters. <laughs> it does not matter. When the Lobos are doing good, it's very profitable for the university. Sure. And the pit. Okay. Yeah. I've been in Sports Talk Radio for two years here in Albuquerque. I've lived in Albuquerque for four years. Right now, tell me when the Lobos are doing good and it matters in basketball. Not since you've been here. Nope. Yeah. People They're on th- their way up. People tell me about 2012. They tell me about 2008. They tell me about back in the day. We got Richard Patino here now. I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited. Get him on the program. Speaking of blue chips, hey, Coach Patino. You have my full permission to go full blue chips. <laughs> I will 
I will hook you up with all the local businesses. I will get you new friends. We will get your guys' jobs and promotions. Bring all the best players mm-hmm. here. We're we're helpers. Yeah, I agree. I'll facilitate. Fred Slow and Van Nunley of ABQ Central. We are helpers. Yeah. We want to do anything to make Albuquerque better. When my friends come to town. I also, to- if it includes reenacting the movie Blue Chips in real life and helping you cheat. A lot of people have said you look like a real life Nick Nolte. A lot of people have claimed that. Wait, me or you? You. I, I get that. Sure. Like mugshot Nick Nolte? Yeah, obviously mugshot Nick Nolte. Yeah, for sure. If there's another version, not been known to me. We're grabbing, we're grabbing show snacks yeah. at the market down the street. Mm-hmm. That's what the cashier said. Yeah. He's like, are you Nick Nolte? That's what he said. He took your debit card and he said, he said, who's Nunley? You're, you're Mr. Nolte. You, they spelt Nolte wrong. Yeah. And you said, happens all the time, guys. There's your Hawaiian shirt. Also, you never wanted to fight harder in your whole life to be the number one quarterback now in Ohio State. Because if you're the backup guy, you have zero cars. You currently have zero cars. You might get Uber credits. That's so bogus. <laughs> <laughs> or like the starting quarterback gets like a new Escalade. Yeah. And then you get like a Honda Accord. The commercial like car modification place in town that does like like uh, buses and like police cars. They offer the backup quarterback like a backup camera. Uh-huh, and they're like, uh-huh. this is what you get. Very nice. Yeah. A beep, beep, beep. Then the IT guy said, well. We're not going to give you a new new laptop, but I will back up your old one. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Yeah. And whenever you walk into local bar and grill, it's back, back, back it up. Because that's all you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to see some Carrie Strug. It's not Carrie Strug here. We're going to see some, um, oh, what's the ice skater's name? Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, we're going to see some Kerrigan stuff. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen. For sure, they want that money. Yes, they want that money. Yeah. The starting quarterback? And they're all hopped up on youth and testosterone and bad decisions. That was just a story. Let's talk about that when we get back. That was just a story with the Miami University where like, people are already doing weird stuff. Weirder stuff will happen. Let's go to the break because we're a minute late. Sorry, Stephanie. I'll make it up to you on the back end. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Talked about it briefly before we went to the break, but this uh, it was last week. So it was a little longer ago than I thought, but it was... Former teammates at the University of Miami, uh, Rashawn Jones, was taken into custody for a uh, as a suspect in a murder of Brian, and forgive me if I get this incorrect, Pata? Close enough. 15 years ago. So that was, yeah, I mean, who we? Got to be a huge relief to the family. I would agree. And let's hope it doesn't happen again. Especially when all this money is involved with these young men. What's a car to a dealership? Like nothing really, right? You got a bunch of them. Yeah, it's a huge inventory. And then, like at the end of their playing days, you make them give it back. And then you sell it. It was that guy's car. Yeah. Yeah. Does it still smell like Malcolm Butler in here? (laughs) I don't want the Odell one. I heard Trevor Lawrence banged in here. Oh, there'd be fabulous stories. Oh, you know it. Yeah. For sure. Also, if I'm the dealership, I am rapping. I'm putting wraps on all these cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You come down to the station, you know what you see parked outside the station? Just a bunch of radio station branded cars. That's what you're going to see if you're me. 
at Ohio State practice in the parking lot. Right. I'm putting the, what was it, Puxatani dealership. I'm putting Whatever. it all over it. Actually, I don't hate that idea now that I just said it. I think that's a very good idea. Puxatani Ford. You <laughs> see your shadow, you get a new escort. The St. Louis Rams of Los Angeles County, Orange County, Angelinas, Anaheim, California. Okay. Is that not correct? Some of it. They don't want a new car. They want a new shiny toy at every skill position. Man, they are going for it, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, they are. They're I, trying their best. I told you just picked up that loser Matt Stafford. Okay. He's one of the best raw talents at quarterback in the game. Like more raw talent than Jared Goff who took him to the Super Bowl? That's the thing, right? <laughs> right. The Rams went to the Super Bowl with a quarterback. It's like, this guy ain't good enough to get us to a Super Bowl. It just got you the Super Bowl. But Fred, what's successful? <laughs> I'd say that. You know, what, you know what I don't want? Tell me. Draft picks ever. Let's give them all up for one cornerback. <laughs> we got one shot at this. Mom's spaghetti. So they went to the Super Bowl with a running back. and They're like, this guy's not good enough, good enough for us anymore. So you know what we'll do? We'll get two more running backs to replace this one guy. So you know what? You know what? That's not good enough either. Let's get another running back. They just traded for Sony Michelle yesterday. Freddie, you know what this is? What is this, man? This is crackhead behavior. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Their show the the Los Angeles Rams organization are addicted to skilled position players. They're showing all the signs of an addict here. They got, they got to the top, right? They were at the top. S the silver medal is very good. It's some players and organizations looking at you Vikings. Never got to or won a Super Bowl. And here you are. Just a couple years ago, you got there. Shouldn't you be proud? Celebrate your success. Shouldn't you be take, proud? <laughs> take this squad that just got you there. Work a little harder. Get to the bowl. No. You know what we need? We need a new quarterback. We need a new running back. We need a new cornerback. Oh, wait, that running back's not good enough. Let's get another running back. And they're just, this is crackhead behavior because you're chasing that high and it's never going to be good enough. You know what? And like at the trade deadline, I guarantee you they're getting another skill player and getting rid of their draft picks they have left from 2024 or whatever they have left. Jared Goff, I think at the time that the Rams went to the Super Bowl, he was 24-25, right? Mm-hmm. Todd Gurley was on that team. He was 24-25 at that time. Brandon Cooks was on that team. He was 26, 25-26 at that time. All these are very close. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Who am I missing? Those were like the guys, right? Sure. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup are still there. Aaron, that's it. Aaron Donald's still there. That's, well, I mean. That's it. You know I don't care about like, that. That's it. I don't care about defense. I don't talk about defense. <laughs> Aaron Donald might be the best player in football. Cool. How many touchdowns are you going to get this year? Probably a couple. Oh, zero? He'll get a couple. He's going to score zero. <laughs> you know what? Forgive 26-year-old Jared Goff who took us to a Super Bowl. I got this idea. Let's call Detroit. Detroit. 
and get 36 or 37 or 38-year-old Matthew Stafford. I haven't looked it up. And we'll put him under center because he's, he's what's going to put us over the top. What? What is the upgrade here? I got an idea. We'll surround him with a lot of skill guys. We already got a bunch. Let's put a – what's the name of that running back we got? Henderson? Nah, he's not good enough. Let's go get Sony Michael. What? Michelle. 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 Now, I'll be – to be fair. Uh, to be fair. Oh. Who's Xavier Jones? You don't, you don't know X? That's what I'm saying. X, X Jones? give it to you? Yeah. It's not an upgrade for me to get Deshaun Jackson over Braden Cooks. It just doesn't make sense. And you keep adding them. I, Brandon Cooks had a, a very successful year, and they knew he was going to have a huge contract, and they had Cup and, Cup and Woods already. Eh, that's a good move by the GM. I'm not mad at that one. I don't care about money. When you're now playing Van Jefferson or whoever is your third or fourth wide receiver, I'm out. That's not – this is not the team that gets you to the Super Bowl. If you're like, hey, let's go get Sony Michelle Michael Michelle. <laughs> it's not going to put you over the top. It's a dumb move. They got Matthew Stafford. Had him. If their offensive line can keep him vertical, the Rams will be very good. Here's why they got Matthew it's a Stafford. very tough division. It's an extremely tough division. They got Matthew Stafford because they need a quarterback – who's used to losing and will be able to keep it together while he's losing again. while he's losing still. He's been a super successful loser. He's the best at losing, but at least he got out. He didn't have to retire like Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. At least he got out when he's had some life in him. They do that too in Detroit. Sure. They're like, they're like, we hate this so much. We're going to quit the only thing we've ever known or loved. <laughs> I think they're going to be good. All right, I lied about Matt Stafford. He's only 33, so I apologize to everyone out there. In Tom Brady years, he's got a decade left. That is good. If you are sweating like a number nine jersey, if you're like, you're like, hey, we got Matt Stafford. I'm going to go down to Fanatics right now. I'm going to scoop one up. First of all, I'm sure they're very cheap. Go get one. But he is not that guy. He... He's been a second-tier quarterback on a bad team. If he's finally on a good team that can play defense, they have an excellent defense, who can keep him upright, they have an above-average offensive line with people to throw to, they have a very good receiving core, they're going to have a successful year. Matthew Stafford is very talented, he's very experienced, and maybe with the right team he can go from a second-tier guy to a first-tier guy. You think that Matt Stafford is so much better than John Wolford? Yes. I, I think with either quarterback, they win one game. They're terrible. I have zero interest in this team doing well. I don't believe it'll happen. Okay. If you stick Tom Brady on the Lions. They win a Super, they win a Super Bowl. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do not. Tom Brady blows out his knee his rookie year. First off, the Lions never would have picked him because they are horrible at drafting, except for that one good Matthew Stafford and Calvin Johnson pick. The Lions had Tom Brady. They lose every year. Tom Brady eventually loses his job after like three years 
of mediocrity or subpar seasons. Then they release Tom Brady, and then he goes to the Dolphins or some other subpar organization, never gets a championship. He retires in disgrace after like eight years, and no one ever sings his praises. He's never the GOAT. That opportunity only arises on a good team. Matthew Stafford is finally on a good team. He's going to have a very good year. Let's go to break. When we get back, I'm going to give you the Rams' schedule for the year and how they're going to be fortunate. No, they're not going to be fortunate. They're going to have the first overall draft pick. This is ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. All right, programming note. Ray Birmingham, 545. Josh Shushan, 6 o'clock. Stephanie, there are too many calls here. Sebastian on 6 or 1. Got it. What about 2 through 4? Who's on those? I, oh, I know he's either on 6 or 1 because I know how Stephanie functions. We're welcome to the program. Voice of the Duke City Gladiators, voice of ProView Networks, friend in real life and friend of the show, Sebastian Noel. Sebas, how are you? Breaking news, guys. Birmingham is back. The Cowboy Rides Again Tour. Let's gas up our RV. We're going to Omaha. Thanks for farving us again, Birmingham. Yeah, I can't believe this. I love that we're just, like, announcing his career, just, like, setting up the whole rest of his life without his consent whatsoever. So, somebody's texting him right now. They're like, we just heard Seabass confirm it. Oh, my God, let me take you out for a steak. Welcome back, Ray. All right. Sebastian. The best in the business, voice the gladiators, knows more about anything in high school sports, in the city, in the state, probably the Southwest, probably the country, probably anywhere that plays football. Smarter than my dad. So what I'm going to lead with is, should kids in the Little League World Series make money off their name, image, or likeness? Good question. Oh, yes, absolutely. First of all, I'm just happy to join you guys away from your regular time slot at 3.45 in the morning right, on a Saturday. Very you know, when I'm, when I'm just getting in from broadcasting and promoting Albuquerque's youth. So, but yes, these kids, absolutely. I mean, whether it's Spider Tech or whatever wants to sponsor them, I'm all for it. I, garbage Pail Kid stickers mm -hmm. on their helmets. I love that. Yep. Yeah, slap bracelets all around for these kids. If they got Cheetos, free... bail bonds... <laughs> So not Razor Scooters. You're going a different direction than I was. Maybe uh, the place you can get a fake ID. Same place. Oh, oh, where I got yeah. my vaccination card. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I, I am 12. <laughs> the Gladiators left today for the playoff push. They left for Iowa. Uh, did, how were you with that, Sebastian? Were you crying at the airport as they were leaving? Were you waving farewell? Like, What was the energy around the team as they were leaving? No, I was uh, not part of any of that, but I, I do like the matchup against Iowa. So, uh, you know, we beat Iowa earlier in the season, you know, and uh, after that pep talk from Mayor Keller, how can the boys not be motivated? A little bit of sarcasm. Hey, look, I, my blood flow has not been the same since then. You know what I'm talking about. The sea metal mayor. Uh, that might be your vegan diet. I don't know. <laughs> To see Tim Metal Keller go out there and throw bombs to, like, team MVP Delo Davis, only back up to the league MVP, Nate Davis. He was zipping it, though. He's Zip looking Oh, and he can broadcast, too. He called the second half of a playoff game with me one time. Interesting, because your phone doesn't seem to ring when I asked to do that with you. 
Huh, that's weird. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it was booked. It was booked. So you're free this weekend because the boys are on the road, so you're calling high school football. What are you calling this weekend? Well, I got the My 50 game of the week on My 50 TV Friday night, La Cueva and Rio Rancho. And uh, I was lucky enough not to draw a Saturday assignment, so I will be watching the Gladiators we're going to, Saturday night. We're going down. Yeah, well, of course we're going down to Dave & Buster's, the official watch party of the Duke City Gladiators, where we'll be enjoying them alongside what I assume to be hundreds and hundreds of fans. Right, yes. for, for the listener, what channel is My 50 TV on? I believe that's on channel 50, Van. Huh. I have cut the cords, so I am a, uh, I'm no longer a regular subscriber to uh, DirecTV or Comcast or any of those things. The Rio Rancho La Cueva game is tomorrow night, two powerhouses as I see it. How do you forecast that one going? What do you think it's going to look like, and how bad is Rio Rancho going to beat La Cueva? Well, I don't make predictions like that, obviously, Fred, uh, you know. But uh, I think it's going to be a great game. La Cueva has a, a win already, so they got the leg up there. Rio Rancho had a cancellation because of the uh, Corvid, as uh, Van likes to call it. Mm -hmm. And so I, I give La Cueva a little bit of an edge there because they got a game under their belt. But, but a little, uh, I don't, La Cueva, you know, they're, uh, if they're healthy, I like their chances. I'm gonna, just going to leave it at that. So I got some breaking news that I'm working on. Well, now's for, the time for guys. You're you're, you're literally live on the radio this is right the now. Time it's for the time news. to break break news. No, now. no, no. I, you know, I, I gotta you know, I gotta call in a few more sources and whatnot. And and I, you know, and after we can't top the cowboy rides again. Birmingham is back. Breaking news. So I think we just let that one sit. Allegedly. Up. By the way, if you're just tuning in, listener, that is a story. That me and Fred at ABQ Central just made up. Yeah, that's a fa that's a wives' tale. That is a fabrication. That's correct. That is that is not factual. It's it's a it's a lie. It's Aesop's fable. The cowboy rides again. Ah. <laughs> there you go. We're going to Omaha. All right, Sebastian. So I heard a rumor, my own breaking news, that Landry Jones is moving back to New Mexico. My question for you is. Who's the Landry Jones in New Mexico this year? Who's the stud quarterback everyone has to see? Hmm, that's a great question. I, I think going into last week, a lot of people would have said Aiden Chavez from Cibola, but they La Cueva really, really dominated him. So I don't know if we have a must-see quarterback right now, or let's put it this way, one that has separated himself from the pack. When you are – Oh, go ahead, Steve. I think the most electrifying player on the field tomorrow will probably be Exodus Ayers or maybe Zach Vigil. Those are two guys that are worth the price of admission. Now, I know you guys have never paid the price of admission, but. I mean, there's that's, a lot of truth in that sentence. I mean, if we're... He's funny because he's true. <laughs> Exodus Ayers? Exodus Ayers. Wasn't he the villain on Rocky Seven? That's a good question. It's a great question. I don't see that in the media notes. I always ask you every time we talk high school football, obviously most individuals in town are a fan of either the school they attended or the school that their family attends. Let's say you don't have an obligation on Friday or Saturday night. What is the game that can't be missed outside of the My 50 game? What is the game that's most exciting in high school football this weekend? I think the other game of note is uh, Las Cruces in town to face Cibola. That That is a uh, – 
over on the west side at Community Stadium. But I do, I do think that my 50 game of the week, it has those two-star athletes. So if you're just a casual football fan, and it has those two-star athletes in Hill and Exodus Airs that would really grab your attention. So I think that really is the one to catch. All right, you have to play Switzerland because you call all these games. You're, yeah. the, you're the dignitary for mm-hmm. local sports. With that being said, who's taking it all this year, Sebastian? Uh, well, that's a great question, Van. Um, you know, I'm 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 always one of those guys that's that's really big on if if the defending champion is a powerhouse, then they're the team to beat going into the season. So Cleveland, I think, is the team to beat going into the season. But I think Rio Rancho is going to be very good. I think La Cueva is going to be very good. Uh, people seem to like Las Cruces, so I haven't seen them yet. So I'll, I'll wait to judge that. But uh, you know, you got to. To beat the man, you gotta. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. So Cleveland's Woo! the favorite to start the season. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that, Fred. What What about my boys, CHS Carlsbad High School? Carlsbad, look, I mean, they took it to Artesia, didn't they? That's what I understand. But how how is that going to project full season? Are they Are they? I think well, a lot of people are talking about them having a pretty good season. So uh, you know, I will keep you updated on. I'm Carlsbad. Thank you, sir. Outside of the games themselves, can you can you bring to light, if you have it, any sort of notice or any sort of approach that maybe UNM might have differently with high school football player now that name, image, and likeness is an option at the collegiate level? Do you think the approach is going to be different? Do you think UNM is going to be more inviting to the top talent here in the city well, and, and the state? Well, I'm going to go ahead and ignore that question and just go off on a tangent, if you don't mind. Please. I think it's huge. I think you hear, – hear me out now. Exodus airs pregame warm-ups sponsored by ABQ Talk Central. Yes, 100%. local focus with Sebastian Noel. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's got potential. So, so here's my vibe. Let me, let me answer the question that, that you just so failed to answer in a, in a way better manner. So instead of Ohio State getting five blue-chip quarterbacks, those blue-chip quarterbacks are going to want to go to a university where they can actually play. They want their car. They don't want to be the backup and watch the the starting quarterback drive and escalate around town. They want to go to Albuquerque and and get an explorer from Rich Ford. So I think this gives UNM an opportunity to recruit players that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Tell me why I'm right. Oh, absolutely. Now, I, I will. The caveat being, I don't care if I play or not, as long as I'm, uh, uh, you know, getting a check from uh, Rich Ford or, you know, for sponsors of the show, uh, you know, Pinon Coffee or whatever. You know, so I don't care if I see the field at that point, if I'm making a lot of money. But, you know, is, is there enough money in this community to combat uh, the money that Nick Saban's going to have going to his fifth string quarterback? Well, that's the thing, though, about money, right? Because when you don't have any, like any amount seems like a lot. They're, expa- they're expanding Netflix studios, right? So I believe that's correct. That, that yeah. Netflix money. Yeah. So if we had, if we had like the strange, like if our defensive backs at UNM are called the Stranger Things defensive backs. Boom. Boom. I like it. I like it a lot. Sebastian, you worked well, here. A wrestling oh, heel once told me everybody has a price. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, Ted DiBiase, I mean, you don't have to call him a heel. You just, you say his name. You say <laughs> I was name. hoping you would do the laugh right after I 
stopped saying that. That one's a little more difficult than the woo. Well, I just I go with what I know, and I don't try to impersonate. So you, uh, so gladiators, are you done for the year calling them? Is it all on the road, or do they have a chance to come back home? No, I mean it's it's all on the road. So the IFL they actually refeed in the second round. So uh, you know, unless all the higher seeds were to lose their opening round matchup, then yes, we would host the home game. But that that's not going to happen. So then it's four more games and it's over, right, for the Gladiators? So if they win all four of them, they're the champs in their inaugural season in the IFL and they're the greatest arena football team to ever live. Exactly, with MVP Nate Davis and the runner-up Dello Davis. Now, i, I got to say, if, if somehow Nate doesn't get that award, I, I'll have to come back on and we'll have to attack the credibility and everything that has to do with this league. How – how do you describe just how much greater he is at that quarterback position than everyone else you see in the league? Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, I've seen all the other quarterbacks. And it's not even close. Like, you know, even his interceptions are better throws than most other quarterbacks' completions. I mean, and the guy, I mean, you guys had him on. He's a pro's pro. You know, the way he goes about his business and the way Dello goes about his business and all those guys, you know, Jared Elmore. I mean, you really want the league to recognize. And I think what I said on the last broadcast, so the guy that's competing against him plays for the Arizona Rattlers, and they're like the evil empire, the Yankees slash Astros, you know. Um, and, that's, that's a but shot. But if you take yeah, him off that Arizona Say Rattlers, good night to that bad guy. If they're still a good team, right? But if you, you know, if you take Nate Davis off the Gladiators, I don't know if they're a playoff team. So that's the definition of, of the V and that most valuable player. So tell the loyal listener why they should be watching the Gladiators, when and where to watch the Gladiators. Well, if you, uh, is it confirmed now that you guys are going to be at said watch party? If you are there, we are there. For sure. Yeah, there's a party in town that features you. I need to be there to stand at, like, at least in part of that spotlight. I mean, Sebastian's no, 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 so I cool. I you. <laughs> so, you know, because boy, you know, boys hang out with boys, and, and Nate and Dello are boys. So if the boys are going to be there to watch this game, then I will make an appearance as well. All right. Put it in the book. If, hey, if you're in, we're in. Yeah, we're in. Well, we're in. I'm in. Listener of the show, friend of the show, and perhaps weekend listener who's now converted to weekday listener or brand-new weekday listener who knows they've been missing out for the previous two years on the fabulous radio production we've so successfully put together for some time now on the weekend. Welcome. That, according to Sebastian Noel, starts at Vietnam time, yes. apparently. <laughs> It's, it does his best. It is an odd time slot. It is. <laughs> I mean, I noticed they haven't played your disclaimer during any of your weekday appearances. <laughs> they they will soon. Yeah, we just, they will soon. Yeah, after this Birmingham bit. Yeah. So we have yeah. <laughs> Saturday night. We're going to catch the boys at Dave and Buster's. We're going to watch the Gladiators beat up on the Iowa Barnstormers. Stupid name. And we're only going to be able to do that because you decided to take a night off from high school football. And I'm very excited. That's right. Sebastian Noel, you're a friend in real life. You're a friend of the show. Thank you so very much. Please uh, please pass on my congratulations to Coach Birmingham on his return that's, to coaching after his brief retirement. That's, that's absolutely not a thing. We will do. We will. We will. <laughs> Appreciate you, Sebastian. Be good, boys. The fuel to my fire, Sebastian Noel. World of talent. I like him a lot. How could you not? You know what I really like about him? He does, like, the morning shows. Like, he does, like, the opening drive, right? And And that's a really good show. Yeah, but he's very, like, sports-centric. Yeah. He's like, I'm a pro, and I know a ton of stuff, and I give you a ton of details. But all I want to do is laugh with him because I think he's so funny. He's hilarious. He's the funniest guy. He could be. He could put on a suit and tie 
talk ins and outs of every team in the state, talk gladiators on yeah. the morning show, and then cut it up with the boys on our show. Stephen A. Smith has got rid of Max Kellerman, and he says he's picked his replacement. I'm going to tell you who it is. I'm going to tell you why he's wrong. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. We've been live on the airwaves, which is a lot of fun. We've been live on the social media, which is uh, just going swimmingly, having a lot of fun with that. See your boys. Check us out at TalkABQ. Live stream is up on Facebook right now. We're having a lot of fun with that. We're not on Instagram. We will be next week, though. That's our plan for next week. Sure. Yeah. It's a learning curve here. From the NMDOT texter, 505-246-0610. What is your least favorite Taylor Swift album? All right, so the listener is getting the show. This makes sense to me now. That's good. What is your least favorite Taylor Swift album? Do you guys know of any cool food trucks? That's okay. my department. My favorite Taylor Swift album is 1989, and it's not even close. It's insanely good. That's her first one, right? Well... That's her first pop one. Some people might say Taylor Swift or Fearless was her first albums, but I would say they're not because they were country-based. You know a weird trend pop I've found country? in like the past decade? Is it pop country? Oh, no, that's been going on for way longer than okay. that. Is people's first albums aren't their self-titled. That happens a lot now. They'll have like three or four albums, and then they come out with a self-titled album. It's very weird. Not Nevermind. Not Nevermind. So I'm going to say 80, 1989 is my favorite Taylor Swift. My least favorite is the newest one, Evermore. It's garbage. Is it garbage? It's the worst thing I've ever heard. Her Shush career. your face. So, oh, Stephanie. Uh, yeah, I knew that was coming. She took reverse approach to success. Her first album should have been her worst album, and then she progressed to better. It is strike that reverse it Gene Hackman style, Gene Wilder. <laughs> Is that like the same as you did your, your best work earlier in the show and each segment you get progressively worse? Are you pulling a Taylor Swift on us? Yeah. Okay. It's like whenever I used to like broadcast like games and the, like when I was working for Independent League Baseball and they were like, yeah, you can have a couple beers during the game. And then by the end, I was really in a bad way. Yeah. That's this. I thought she said a couple an inning. And that's that's one or two outs. There's something going on. Is this the same game? So, in that order, 1989 is the most banger album. Evermore is the most garbage album. And from the texter, friend of the show, friend in real life, Brandon Ortega, he likes Bleach. He thinks Bleach is the good album. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for not having the entire discography of Taylor Swift immediately to my recall is he talking about taylor swift or nirvana nirvana has an Ble album nirvana's bleach is is not really an album this taylor swift bleach is a very good album it's an actual album it was the album before Nevermind. well it's like the 1989 like we didn't quite have a label we made it in a garage it's on sub pop which is a label that is that true you don't talk about early nirvana with me not coming in strong because i know my stuff name one banger off bleach about a girl. That's the one. Yeah. And it was only a banger after that unplugged album. No, it was a banger the whole time. The original version is very strong. Here's my answer to Taylor Swift question. All of them are tied in indifference because I don't care. I'm not into it one way or another. I get the appeal. I understand why people like Taylor Swift a lot but it's not for me. 
and I'm going to be honest, I can't tell the difference in between any of her songs. Brandon Ortega amends. He says, Never I is the best album. I agree with him, but Taylor Swift's 1989, so good, Evermore, so bad. Steph, did Taylor Swift also have an album by the title of Bleach? <laughs> is this... I'm confused. No. I'm new. I don't know what to do. What's your favorite food truck around town, Ben? Oh, man. There's so many good ones. Um... The supper truck yeah, has always been very strong. It's like Cajun Asian hybrid. It's very very good. Uh, any of them that have a lot of good veggie options. That Kimo's Hawaiian barbecue one is super good. Kimo's is very yeah. strong. So that would be my answer. So there you go, Texter. There's so many good ones. So many good ones. Stephen A. Smith said Max Kellerman is too dang talented for he and he had to go and he wants a new partner and he picked it. Are you ready? Yeah. He says he wants to team up with Magic Irvin Johnson. Okay, well, good luck. It's very insulting. He died a long time ago. No, what? 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 Magic Johnson's alive? Yes. He beat AIDS? Yeah, well, I, well, yeah actually. What are you talking about? Uh, mRNA? I don't know. I don't understand the science of it. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me Google this. Did I you, don't think this is correct. This is very correct. He owns the Magic Dodgers. Johnson. Yes. The basketball player. Correct. Okay. I'll believe you. I, I'm i not saying this would work well at all because I don't think it would. He's like a huge figure, right? Like owns well, owns a couple franchises. He's put on some weight, I would say, yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. He, uh, he did like the basketball commentary before Chuck and Shaq took it over. He's pretty good at it, but he's not like... No, he's not a talking head that's going to be able to, to hang with Stephen A. Smith, who speaks for a living. You know who Stephen A. Smith's biggest challenger would be? I do know. I have my pick. A mirror. Okay. I would love to see Stephen A. Smith yell incoherently at Stephen A. Smith. It's that Michael Jordan Saturday Night Live sketch with, uh, I guess, is it Dana Carvey, where he's like, I'm good enough, and gosh darn it. People like me. No, that would be, um, oh, I just went blank. What's it, Stuart Smalley? Yeah, Stuart Smalley. Affirmations by Stuart Smalley. He went on to be a governor. Oh, who knew? Left, left in disgrace. Who knew? Yeah. Well, me, I just said that. I knew. All right, I got my pick. Are you ready? It's not Magic Irving Johnson. Okay. Re- I'll- who, who, by the way, is a sports store at LAX, and it's garbage. I was just there. Oh, really? Yeah. Who do you got? Well, you go first. Oh. Michael Rappaport. So it's Michael Rappaport. He's so funny. He's so smart. He doesn't do anything except make brilliant observation videos on social media. I can't tell you the last movie he was in. Literally cannot. I think he used to be a stand-up comedian. That also might not be true. He was in every Spike Lee movie. Yes. That's all I know. Mm -hmm. That's all I could think of him in. And if you put him next to Stephen A. Smith and say, get him, then it's over. He's basically... Where's, yes. Steve, where's Stephen A. Smith from? Uh, if I had to guess, yeah, New York. That's what I think too. He's like the white New Yorker Stephen A. Smith, right? The, well, they both have they both have New York energy. Exactly. Yeah. No one has more B N Y E than Michael Rappaport. Big New York energy. Correct. He was born in the Bronx. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith was born in the Bronx. Yeah. And I'm sure Rappaport was Brooklyn, so you could have like the Brooklyn Bronx beef. 
And then you got this, the loud guy who can't hear anything else but his own voice energy. Well, I like it. That's a good answer. That's my answer. That's what I'm going with. If, if I was going to make the most banger, like wake up early in the morning, get yelled at by two people on my TV as an alarm clock show, I would have the like Smith and Rappaport show. That to me I'm in on. Give Billing whichever way you want. I don't care. I think I would go with somebody who's like super understated, never loses their cool, has like a, a smooth, calm, collected voice. Like, like rub some Xanax on Morgan Freeman's gums and then let him argue with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. And just like slowly lull Stephen A. Smith to sleep until he can't yell anymore and he just passes out. Like, who is the Bob Ross of sports broadcasters? Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's – if you're too un- – like, okay. The most prominent golf announcer. Jim Nance. Okay, Jim Nance versus Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, because that's a different energy. Yeah. I don't hate that at all. Stephen A. would be like, Did you just hear what LeBron said? <laughs> and Jim Nance – a LeBron. tradition unlike any other. LeBron James may have had a good point there. Give me Michael Rappaport and give me the yell fest. Speaking of voices, we get back to today's varsity. We're going to do it a little bit early because we're going to be coached, joined by Coach Ray Birmingham and then by Josh Shushan. Or I don't know. We'll smash them both together. We'll figure it out. They're both at Isotopes Park. Today's varsity, the varsity of disembodied voices. Okay? Okay. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. Back on the program condensed version of the show today our apologies now all apologies is the nirvana hit that you're thinking about you're welcome our apologies you missed out on 45 minutes of us you're about to yep but you get josh shushan in the pregame that's not what i'm saying with ray birmingham alongside he of course that's a bonus but you miss out on us. The NMDOT text line has been so very kind to us today. Thank you for all the insight. And also, there's like some positive things on here. Like I'm saying very nice yeah. things to us, about us. I'm going to copy and paste some of these to my diary. I just screenshot it. We're no longer taking your calls, but we appreciate those who did. So thank you to the callers, specifically caller Tommy. Sebastian Noel for joining us. Today's varsity van, okay? Okay. Today's varsity is the varsity... Of disembodied voices. Okay? okay, I got it. Okay. Me or you? Uh, you go first. Okay. So I'm going to throw out a softball one. I'm going to throw out Tim Curry. Tim Curry. I think Tim Curry has a good disembodied voice. Okay. It stands very unique. It's very standalone, and it resonates. I'm going to go... My first one, Anne Boylan. Ah, yeah, that's a good one. The good English Queen one. of England yeah. and Henry's wife. Yeah. That's very good. Disembodied. I'm going to go with speak and say. I think it's excellent. You type in the word you want, and then it talks back to you in robotic language. It really revolutionized my childhood, and I was never alone from that point forward. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Jane Boylan. <laughs> okay. It's um, the Viscountess Rockford, also a wife of Henry VIII of England. 
All right, don't don't hate that one. Um, I'm going to go with the robot from Lost in Space. Okay, hold on. The first two I didn't get. Okay. Those people weren't disembodied. Well, I'm just going with their voices. I'm not I'm not recognizing their bodies. Well, I'm going with people who were disembodied. All right. So you're confused. Deforestation is where you get thrown out of a window. Deforestation. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Or it was so close that you knew immediately. So that's like. You're talking about people who had their yeah. like, guillotine. Yeah, they got their heads cut off. No. And then they were disembodied. No. Is that not what you meant? That is not what I meant. That was not the direction that this. So my my top of Rushmore, my number one varsity answer, William Wallace, doesn't fit this either. Danger, William Robinson. Danger. William Wallace. He was he was disembodied, too. I just. <laughs> I was going to go with Jarvis from Iron Man. I thought that would be a good one. <laughs> Played by Paul Bettany. I thought that was a good Maybe HAL 9000 in Space Odyssey. Oh, like voices that stand alone from the person. Yeah. Oh, I see. What about Samuel L. Jackson? That's very good. That's a good one. Yeah. Juice? That's a good one. What about like Charlie and Charlie's Angels? Like, I think that's a good one. Yeah. That to me is where I was going with it. Okay. We had different visions here. I see. Oh, like the uh, like the Wizard of Oz until the end. I think the Wizard of Oz until the end is good. Yeah, yeah. That's very good. Okay. Judy Dench would be good. That's a good act. That's a good action answer. Okay. My goodness, I'm just so sorry I botched this one. Well, you didn't. You didn't get it really out of the. That's g- my bad. <laughs> Disembodied voices. Yeah. That's what I said. Because Josh Husson's voice is so soothing and perfect that it narrates my own thoughts. That's where this came from. But you somehow heard people. They were disembodied. They were taken to the guillotine. Yeah, like they don't have their head anymore. It's just a body. You're disembodied. No. That's not what that means? I believe that's. And this is going to sound weird because I think it would be D-headed, but it's B-headed. B-headed. Yeah. Which to me would be when you. Like replace make, like you make good decisions yeah <laughs> you're like look at let this guy being so beheaded today look at that he's really thinking about stuff the answer is actually daniel stern he's the narrator from wonder years also played one of the wet bandits in home alone his voice to me is the is a voice of pure narration oh i thought you were talking about the nba commissioner it's david Oh, is that David Dave? Stern? David Stern. Oh, okay. Christopher Walken, I think, would be a good one. Oh, that's, that's a good answer. It's very nice. It's got a good ring to it and a good sound. What if your voice is so strong you just, like, that's how you get work? Like that Dennis Haysburg guy who uh, has been in, like, no movies, but he's the voice of Allstate. And you're like, oh, I know who that is. Oh, yeah, I do know who that is. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, like, I'm a perfect example of your example. Stephanie says Fran Drescher on the other side of the glass. Good answer, Stephanie. Ooh, very yeah, nice. I like that one. So, uh, David Stern. Daniel. 
Daniel Stern narrates your dreams. Yes. And Fran Drescher would narrate your nightmares. Yeah, I would see that. It's okay. like the angel on one shoulder, Fran Drescher on the other. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, I know you're working diligently in there. Are you good to grab a break right now so we can get Ray Birmingham? Let's do that. Good varsity today. Coming back, we're going to catch up with Ray Birmingham for the next 10-ish minutes or so, kind of talk about his life in retirement and how excited he is for the broadcast tonight. And then after that, immediately Josh Shushan for Isotopes and MLB Talk. Isotopes Baseball will follow after that, pregame at 645. Or excuse me, I'm so bad at this. Are pre-game you, though? Pregame at 615. First pitch to follow. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Text line's off. Phone lines are off. It's all about isotopes. It's all about baseball for the remainder of the program. Former Lobo manager. New Mexico State Hall of Famer. Team USA coach. Keeper of the game award. And father of the city, Ray Birmingham. Hold up, Ray. We don't have enough time for you to keep reading off his resume. We only have 15 minutes with this legend. Chill out. Ray, welcome back, or excuse me, welcome to the program for the first time. How are you? Hi, Cowboys. How are you? Feeling good, not sounding as good as you are now. Congrats on not being able to stay in retirement and getting in the broadcast booth. How are you loving it? Well, Josh, he is hard to say no to. He's a pretty cool guy. How is retirement treating you, friend? Like a million bucks. Yeah? Mm -hmm. What are you doing with all that free time? I'm going places, seeing people, doing what I want to do. <laughs> I love saying that attitude. No when I want to say no. <laughs> I like the part where you list your seeing people and currently listening. There's a lot of people who are like, Ray hasn't seen me. <laughs> what a beautiful day, huh? Oh, for baseball? That's every day. Oh, New Mexico is so beautiful. All right, Ray, walk us through it. Day one of retirement. You haven't had a day off. In 40 years, excuse me, 43 years, mm-hmm. you roll out of bed. What does Ray Birmingham do first day of retirement? Well, it's the first time I stayed in my boxer shorts for more than 30 minutes. Yes. <laughs> That's the morning around the house that I want. Yeah, coffee, back patio, sun coming up, 5.30 in the morning, and uh, a little uh, burp back rack going on oh that's the energy okay okay into the day you ever find that that routine changes to whenever you make like a career change like maybe for you ray it's like you don't need the dvd player to watch tape anymore like it just sits there like (laughs) do you do you see those parts of your life and think ah that was only really part of baseball yeah oh i'm so old i eight track i remember how to put a matchbook and a mag track to make it work you get jacket. You jack. I've seen it before. I have. I have very vivid memories of broken eight track player from my youth, and he is. He's exactly right. You just slide a matchbox right underneath it to get the tracks to match up just right. Now, forgive me for not knowing Ray, and I don't know if the listener does or friend of the show. Uh, how many? How many times have you been in the broadcast booth in 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 your life, your career? Have you always yearned for it? Are you excited to do it? What's your energy surrounding it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, this is fun. This is fun. I, I'm a rookie, so Josh is. I got a veteran next to me, so he's going to walk me through it. And uh, no, no sweat, not scared. Let's make it happen. Oh, rookie year. You're talking about your rookie year right now. That's what you're doing. Yeah, I'm. I'm a rookie, baby. I've done this before, but I haven't done it like a ball game. Like I come to the booth and talk for a little while and leave. So this will be the first time and. I've got the Vince Scully of Albuquerque, New Mexico, helping me walk oh, through it, so I'm not nervous. That's the praise. Are you sure it's not the Jack Buck 
of Albuquerque. Thank you. That's what I needed. Because <laughs> me, me and Fred have an ongoing battle, whether it's Jack Buck or Vin Scully. And I'm a Vin, I'm, Van is a Vin Scully guy. Let's write that down. Well, they're both good. Huh? Uh, Ray, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. And, oh, God and bless you. So many of my weekends were spent just on KMOX, just listening to, like, the soothing baseball voice that was Jack Buck for many years. Oh, yeah. Ray, whenever you do get a chance to sit down and watch baseball that you're not a part of, like you're not managing the isotopes, you're not, you don't know the boys, you're not in that kind of relationship with them, how different of an energy is that for you, like taking in the game? How, how are you able to, to curb your knowledge and, and, and turn it into enthusiasm? You know what? I went to an Orioles game, the first pro game or any game that I went to after retirement. I'm in Baltimore. I'm, they're not playing very well. I go to the game, and um, they weren't playing very well. So I was kind of upset. I was like, I'm, I'm turning into a coach. I don't need to say anything negative. I got it. And, uh, you know, I felt like I could go out in a parking lot and get $2,000 together. I might be able to buy the Orioles the way they played them. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was a coach. And I went, I, I got to pump the brakes here. Because I knew three of the kids on the team I had coached against or coached on the USA team. Actually, there was five there. And uh, they weren't playing very well. It bothered me. So you still couldn't sit back in your chair. You're biting your nails, twiddling your thumbs. You couldn't enjoy a oat soda and a hot dog. You still mm-hmm. were in. You still were in the game. Yep. Oh, I love I it. All right, Ray. Memory, memory lane time. Close your eyes. We're gonna think back. Ray Birmingham, the legend. One thousand two hundred and twenty-four wins in his wow. collegiate coaching career. If you had to pick one. Which one would it be? Well, you know, they're all different. Uh, you know, somebody would say it's a national championship, the national championship games, and not so, you know. Uh, it For me, it's a culmination. It really is. I mean, I can go all the way back to the late 70s at Mayfield High School and winning state championships, and I don't know. I, it, it, it It's a cl- conglomerate of some great times and some great things that happened with kids in my lifetime. I'm the luckiest guy on the face of the earth. I'm Lou Gehrig Jr., I feel like. (laughs) Great answer. Appreciate you. At the very, well, I guess spring, so in the spring when when you knew it was time to make that decision or or presumably you made it beforehand, what was kind of the the tipping point? What was the you knew retirement was was this season, you knew you were going to do it, what was the thing where, where you knew it was time to maybe, well, I guess transition to the broadcast booth now? I grew up in Hobbs, New Mexico, and Ralph Tasker was a basketball coach, and he knew I wanted to be a, a coach, and he would tell me lots of things that were true in any, you co- whenever you coached anything. And he said, the time will come when your age will be so far past the kids that you're coaching that you won't be able to reach them. And I found that happening. And uh, I said, it's time. It's time to go. So I often uh, have a hard time sleeping. And what I do is I put on ocean sounds or maybe rain falling and hitting a roof. Do you have to put on crowd yelling and crack of the bat for you to fall asleep at night? Nope. I do the (laughs) national anthem and I go straight to bed. Oh, oh, that's great. Nailed it. (laughs) And it has to be an orchestra. It has to be an orchestra, you know. I can't just have the – I can't have Whitney Houston do it. It has to be an orchestra. Isotopes color commentator Ray Birmingham joining us <laughs> on the broadcast. We're going to preview the game right now, Ray. This is your first 
professional dive into the deep end. Uh-oh. What do you expect to see from the boys tonight, Ray? Well, the ice tubs are going to win. <laughs> uh, the, the wind's blowing out. Well, the wind just died down, so it's going to be a 6-5 ball game. Smart. Pitching staffs, we got some of the better pitchers on the mound. They're healthy. They got a nice rest, a good nice rest, and it's a thick air night. So I think it's going to be six five isotopes. We're going to win it in the bottom. Actually, we're going to win it. We're going to go ahead in the bottom of the eighth, and we're going to hold on and bango, strike three, game over. All right. What, what's the best betting website right now? Is it Bowdog? That's a good question. Is that a good one? Yeah, okay, I'm going to read sixty six 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 five totes. <laughs> Hey, Ray, been a fan of yours for quite some time. Thank you for everything that you've done in Albuquerque, that you've done for the Lobos, that you've done for New Mexico. Thank you for helping the youth in New Mexico. It's been an honor. God bless you guys. Thanks for having me on. Ray's going to hand that headset over to Josh Shushan, and he's going to join us after the break. He'll listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Sports Animal. Back at it. I was listening for the intro music. Confused me. Me too. Little Shyamalan twist there. Yeah, I wasn't ready for it. What time is it? It's not top of the hour? Hello? Hello, Van? Are you here? Bueller. That's Bueller. A lot of fun with Ray Birmingham right there, right? What a dude. What an interview, too. a man's man. I saw saw this tidbit here. Um... And Josh had sent me the text. We're going to bring Josh on in just a second. But uh, I guess at the time of his retirement, since 1987, Ray Birmingham has either been a part of or single-handedly raised over $15 million for different baseball facilities here in the state of New Mexico. What? What? That's incredible. How much? 15? Yeah. 15 and some change? Welcome to the program, Voice of the Lobos, Josh Shushan. Josh, how are you? The isotopes, Fred. The isotopes. 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 I meant Lobos. Josh, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. (laughs) I apologize, but also, if the Lobos come calling, I feel like you would take the call, right? You would say, yes, I can cover a game. I won't be a problem. Well, that's Robert Portnoy's job. so talented. Locked in. So, isn't that... Robert's got that side of the street. I got this side of the street. Well, here's the... I spend 15 minutes just basking in the Lobo greatness. That's Ray Birmingham. I make (laughs) one mistake, and now I don't have a job anymore. Like, this is... (laughs) This is classic. You had a good good run, Fred. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna miss you, Josh. Uh, the home the home games are winding down for the boys. The fans are still excited to be there. Uh, the rules have changed a little bit for visiting the field. Can you talk a little bit about the game tonight and the homestand and, and how excited you are to have Round Rock here? Yeah, well, you know it's interesting because of because we got our first month canceled we got an extra month right like normally this time of year you're we're wrapping up like right. we finished labor day in the past but we're going till october 3rd Love we, that. Got, we got a ways to go and so i'm pumped we got september baseball we're gonna have october baseball we're going till october 3rd so we still have three more home stands and i'm glad to be home you know look um Houston and Las Vegas were fun. That's a long time to be gone, man. I just did a lot of laundry the last two days after being gone for two weeks. So I'm glad that we're home, and I'm glad that we're playing Round Rock. Uh, we took five of six from them when we played there about a month ago, 
And, you know, we got, we got some good promotions, but we've got some good baseball. We, we've got a lot of really good baseball players. And, um, you know, we had some tough losses there on the road at Las Vegas. But we got, we got some guys who can play, and it's been fun to watch them this year. There's few places on earth that I'd rather be than a baseball park. And the same thing goes for the Albuquerque Isotopes. One game above 500 at home, 12 below on the road. What's been the key to the boys' success at the lab this year? Well, number one, you get to bat last when you're at home. <laughs> and, and, and I say that not to be obvious, but because that's a huge difference. And we just felt that. Look, we just had four crushing losses on the road. There's something to be said for batting last. And then there's also something to be said for you're used to playing at 5,200 feet elevation. And, and you know that no lead is safe. Now, you go to a lot of the other places in our league, and Las Vegas and Salt Lake and Reno and El Paso, and the ball flies there too. So there's not a huge difference. But, but there is a difference when you go to Sugarland, and there's a difference when you go to Oklahoma City where we're going next. You know, most, most teams play better at home. In minor league baseball, it's usually not a huge home field advantage because, remember, these guys, it's not their home. They're from all over the country. They're from all over the world. And they come to Albuquerque for the summer. Sometimes they're here for the entire five to six months. Sometimes they're here for two weeks. Sometimes they're here for two days. So you don't have as much of that, that whole like, oh, well, you get to sleep in your own bed. Well, it's not necessarily that case because guys are scrambling to find where they're going to live during a season. Um, but the main thing is they're used to playing here, and you get to bat last when you, when you play at home. You've sat next to a lot of stars in the broadcast booth, and you've created a lot of really good baseball games. You're currently sitting next to Sirius. Like, this is the brightest star in the sky in Ray Birmingham. How excited are you for the broadcast tonight, and what can the listener expect as far as that dynamic and inside baseball talk? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, right, because Ray just knows so much about the sport. And, you know, we were down in the dugout during batting practice, and, and I'm going to interview Warren Schaefer, and I turn around, and Ray's just holding court, right? He's talking to Ryan Vallade and Alan Trejo and Colton Welker and LJ Hatch, you know, and guys are talking to him. It seems like he knows everyone, and even if he doesn't know someone specifically, he kind of knows them through this person or that person because of all the recruiting and all the baseball that he's seen. And so it's just cool to just, you know, baseball people respect baseball people. And, you know, Alan Trejos went to San Diego State. You know, he competed against Ray. And LJ Hatch, you know, from New Mexico State competed against Ray's teams. And, you know, a lot of mutual respect was already seen, you know, for me in that interaction. And, um, you know, anytime that you have not worked with someone on the air, you never know for sure what it's going to be like the first time. But I know that Ray loves baseball, and I know he's a good dude, a fun dude, and so we're going to have a good time tonight. We, we here, we respect that you went to Ray for this opportunity to broadcast next to you. Please let us know what charity we need to donate to so that we can come and sit in on a game with you, Josh. Like, is it St. Uh, Jude? Is it, is it Isotopes can, Care? You let us know, and we're in. You coach 43 years in the state of New Mexico, and I'll allow you to, to join me for a broadcast. How's that sound? I think I've coached 43 games total. That's similar. That's close. Yeah. Can you imagine, Josh, having – and you might do it as a broadcaster. You're, obviously, you're still young blood, but, like, doing something for over 40 years, the amount of love you just must have for it. Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, I think about – I'm trying to think now, like, how, you know, between, you know, all my different lives, you know, doing – I was newspaper reporter, covered ball for seven years, and then went to the minors, and then did the Dodger stuff, and then came here. And I got a long way to go, to, but I just hope that I live – 43 years you know um yeah i mean 43 years of doing anything 
whether it's driving a bus, whether it's being a school teacher, whether it's being a groundskeeper, whether it's being a salesman, whether it's being a radio host, what, whatever it is, you do something for 43 years, that's amazing. Like, that's incredible. That's 10,000 hours, as they call it. Sure. It's yeah, 10. Malcolm Gladwell is very impressed with you. You've, you've passed the, the checklist. So, I mean, that's – it's and here, here's the thing about Ray. Like, he's still sharp as can be. It's not like he's lost it, right? I mean, I heard him say that, you know, when you can't reach the kids as much as you used to, and, and, and I think that that goes to show – uh, I, I think that speaks a lot of Ray, um, that, that he would think that, that he would say that. And um, because we all do get to a point where the world kind of passes you by. and uh, But what Ray's doing now, enjoying baseball, being a part of it, enjoying to me, it's super fun. So, Josh, Jose Mejica on the bump tonight, promising young talent. Seen some really good results out of him in the past, but he's had a rough run of it this year. What does he need to do to turn it around? Jose is an interesting case because there's three different times this year that he's been called up to the major leagues. And each time that he got called up, he did not pitch. And so much of pitching, especially as a starter, is rhythm and routine. You know, you pitch and you have your recovery day. You know, you, you have your bullpen session. You do your long tossing. You have all of this. And so his, his routine has been thrown off a lot this year. And then when he does get sent back down to the minors – because he hasn't pitched in a while, well, he's not going to go 100 pitches. That's not fair. You want, you want to slowly kind of build him up. So I think, number one, that's hurt him. And then number two, he's a guy that when he's given up home runs, it feels like they're all big home runs, right? Like it's, it's a walk, a bloop, and then it's a three-run homer. Or, you know, the, the one inning gets away from him where he'll be cruising for a while, and then there'll be a long at bat where someone's fouling off a bunch of pitches. And then, you know, and then that kind of spirals, and he gives up multiple hits. So – he, he's got a lot of talent. He's still pretty young for this for this league. I mean, Mujica's 25 years old. Um, you know, the average player in this league is 27. And, um, you know, I, I think that he needs to just avoid the one big inning and just continue to be in, in, in a routine, you know. I mean, he doesn't throw 97, but he throws hard. He throws 94. He's got good stuff. And this league can be extremely unforgiving when you do make mistakes and walks really get um, amplified in this league. Um, but he's got a lot of talent, and there's a reason why he's pitching every fifth day when he's here in Albuquerque is because the Rockies know that he's got some talent, and that's why we're here. It's my favorite expression. It's why we're here. We're, you're, we're here to keep learning these things and get better. Reusable bag night tonight, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. I love Gates that. It's open 40 minutes ago, so most of them are probably gone, but there's probably some uh, still left if people arrive soon and then tomorrow is windbreakers first 2000 so get here early for that Mm. and then saturday's mariachis and post-game fireworks josh good luck on the pregame show good luck with the broadcast uh i'm gonna tune in because i can't miss the second of ray birmingham i'm very excited no doubt josh sushan thank you so much thanks josh thanks guys have a good night stick around listen to the pregame for the ice tubs Van, any final words? Oh, too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you on Saturday, Burke.